c'è and ci sono. There is and there are. These seems to be straightforward words. However, there is always a lot of confusion for Italian language learners. In this episode, we are going to make it clear once for all when to use c'è and when to use ci sono in Italian. As always, I created a guide for you and a quiz to make this grammar topic easy to understand. You can download the free guide and take the quiz at italianmatters.com forward slash free. Buongiorno, buongiorno, ciao. Oggi è giovedì. Today is Thursday. Io mi chiamo Margherita. I am the host of Italian Grammar Medici podcast and creator of Italian Matters. If you need support as you learn Italian, don't forget to join us in the Facebook group Italian Matters Club. It is our space to connect, ask questions, and for you to become a fluent and confident Italian speaker. Oggi andiamo dritti al punto. Today we're going straight to the point. C'è and ci sono. Let's start with c'è. Ci, apostrofi, è, with the accent. C'è. Ci means there, while è is the third person singular in the present indicative, of the verb essere, to be. C'è means there is, and it's used when the subject is singular, when there is only one person, one thing. Per esempio, c'è una penna. There is a pen. Un altro esempio. C'è Paolo. There is Paolo. As you can see here, there is one pen. There is one Paolo, right? And so we use c'è. Ci sono, instead, is used when the subject is plural. Ci means there. Sono is the third person plural of the present indicative of a verb essere, to be. What do we mean when we say that ci sono is used when the subject is plural? It means more than one. For example, due, tre, quattro, two, three, four. Per esempio, ci sono tre tavoli. There are three tables. Ci sono i nostri cugini. There are our cousins. As I'm saying here, tre tavoli, cugini. These are plural. Three tables, cousins. It's more than one. So I must use Ci sono. So now you might want to ask me, Margherita, come faccio a capire? How can I understand if the subject is one, singular, or more than one, plural? For this one, you need to know what we call numero, number, in Italian. What do we mean by numero or number? Number, in a grammatical sense, is the classification of a word as singular or as plural. When a word refers to one person, one thing, it's said to be singular. When a word refers to more than one thing, 
it's plural. In English, to understand if a word is singular or plural, you simply look at the ending of a word, right? Car is one. Cars with a S at the end, it's more than one. Chair is one. Chairs with a S added at the end, it's more than one. It's plural. To understand in Italian if a word is singular or plural, you should look at the ending of a word. The general rule is that if a word ends in O or in A, then it's singular. If a word ends in E or in I, then it's plural. Note that this is a general rule, since there are also many words in Italian that end in E and are singular. We will cover this topic in another lesson. Let's go back to CE and CI SONO. How do we create negative sentences? With CE CI SONO? Let's look at the sentence that we saw earlier. There are our cousins. CI SONO I NOSTRI CUGINI. If I want to say that there aren't our cousins, they're not here. To make this negative in Italian, we add non, N-O-N, tre lettere, three letters. And the non goes right before c'è or ci sono. So in this case, non ci sono i nostri cugini. There aren't our cousins. We added the non right before ci sono, and in this way we made the sentence negative. An important thing to keep in mind with c'è and ci sono is that they should be conjugated in different moods and tenses if we are talking, for example, in the past, in the present, future, conditional. What you need to conjugate is simply the verb essere. So of the c'è, it's simply the è. Of ci sono, it's simply sono. So we leave ci there and we conjugate the verb essere, the è and the sono. So for example, in the past tense, c'è is there is. To make it past, we change è to era. So c'era, ci, apostrophe, era. And this means there was. In the future, c'è becomes ci sarà. So we kept the ci and we conjugated the e in the future. So sarà. And the same works for ci sono, right? Ci sono in the past becomes c'erano. In the future, ci saranno. So we're conjugating again the verb essere and leaving ci as it is. What do you think? This grammar topic isn't too bad, is it? So now let's recap everything we have seen. C'è is used when the subject is singular, when there is only one person or one thing. Ci sono is used when the subject is plural, when there is more than one person, more than one thing. When we want to use c'è and ci sono in negative sentences, we simply put non right before c'è or right before ci sono. C'è and ci sono should be conjugated 
in different moods and tenses, depending on whether we are talking about the past, present, future. We leave ci as it is, and we conjugate the verb essere. Ottimo! Siamo arrivati al quiz. Let's try a short quiz together. Listen to this sentence and think about whether you would use c'è or ci sono. In questa strada, blank, molti ristoranti. In this street, blank, many restaurants. C'è or ci sono? I think giving you the translation in English makes it easier, right? Ristoranti, restaurants. What is this word? Singular or plural? One or more than one? Ristoranti. It's plural. It's restaurants, plural. So then we use ci sono, right? Ci sono is used when the subject is plural, more than one thing. So the solution here is in questa strada ci sono molti ristoranti. In this street there are many restaurants. Let's see sentence number two. Numero due. A Roma blank il Colosseo. In Rome blank the Colosseum. So you have to choose between c'è or ci sono. Il Colosseo è singolare o plurale? Is the Colosseum singular or plural? Solo uno, giusto? Since there is only one, it's singular. We use c'è or ci sono? We use c'è. C'è, of course. When we talk about one single thing, we use c'è. So the solution here is aroma. C'è il Colosseo. In Rome, there is the Colosseum. Dai, non è male, no? Ora prova a fare anche il quiz che trovi sul sito. Now also try to take the autograded quiz that you can find on the website italianmatters.com forward slash three. And if you need a printable quick guide about today's grammar topic, you can find it and download it at the same link. Ecco qui, questo è tutto per questo terzo episodio di Italian Grammar Made Easy. Ci vediamo giovedì prossimo, ancora qui con un altro argomento di grammatica italiana. Ciao amici e grazie, ciao!